Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. We made it. It's the resurrection of our Lord. I always try to mention as often as I can that Easter is kind of a, it's a little too utilitarian of a word. It simply is Old English for east, eastward, or where the sun rises. But it also is the name of an ancient uh, uh, Anglo fertility goddess named Easterdeg. And so I like to refer to it as the resurrection of our Lord. Now, back in the day, Christian cemeteries, they used to uh, bury people with their, fa- their feet facing toward the east, you see. And uh, don't ask me what direction the church is facing because we're inside. I learned in Boy Scouts you're just supposed to know that the sun rises in the east, sets in the west, you know, that kind of thing. Wind's blowing that way, this way. Never eat sour worms, right? However, Christians would also, specifically on Easter Sunday, they would celebrate Easter service among the tombstones in the graveyard. Just an absolute celebration of victory over death. You see, everyone else They saw the graveyard as a cursed place, a place where no one should go. Though, of course, Jesus went to that cursed place for us, laid in that tomb his well-deserved Sabbath day rest on Holy Saturday, only to rise again from the dead Saturday night. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Yes, Jesus rose last night. He rose last night when the sun went down, the beginning of the third day. And so we celebrate his resurrection on Sunday morning when Mary, blessed Mary Magdalene, went and found an empty tomb, being the first to testify to the resurrection of our Lord. Hallelujah. And so now every Sunday morning, we celebrate that first find. Jesus, know Jesus, an empty tomb. Every Sunday, we celebrate Jesus's eternal life. His eternal life that he shares with us when we're joined with him in faith often for many of us that begins at our baptism. All who believe in him, he says, though he or she may die, will never die. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Mary finds an empty tomb, but there's no Jesus in that tomb. He is risen. Instead, she finds two angels, one at each end, at the head and at the foot, just like the Ark of the Covenant. They ask her, why are you weeping? Hallelujah, Christ is risen. risen She thinks someone stole his body. 
even though they took the time to unwrap him and neatly fold up his linen clothes. And so she turns around, and who is standing there but Jesus? Mary, weighed down in her sadness, though Jesus said many times, I need to go and be in the tomb for three days and rise again, only to rise again and then ascend into heaven. Mary is caught in the moment in despair. And so he must ask her, woman, why are you crying? I'm risen. She says, gardener, where is my Lord? Please give him back to me so that I can bury him again. She is just so dedicated to taking care of Jesus's earthly body as she's done for so long and getting the job done getting the task at hand done, that she forgets Jesus' promise of resurrection. She thinks he's dead. She sees the Lord with her own two eyes, like Job prophesied in the Old Testament, yet she does not see him. Not until he calls her by her name, like he calls each and every one of us by our name. Mary. In this one word, all of her earthly priorities, all of those tasks that she has written on her notepad, all of the notifications of you need to get this done and check it off on your phone app, they all disappear. She has found her living Lord. He has opened the eyes of her heart. Just like Isaiah said. And so she recognizes him immediately. Rabboni. Which means not only teacher in both Aramaic and Hebrew. But that E ending gives us the blessed my teacher. It makes it so beautiful. So personal. Jesus my teacher. Jesus of course as teacher. My teacher is a special relationship that all of us have with Jesus. We hear his words, we sit at his feet. And they give us life, they give us hope. They create faith, saving faith. Jesus' relationship with Mary has changed, just like how his relationship with each and every one of you has changed. He's not dead. He's the risen Lord. He's full of hope and love. He tells her not to hold on to him. And sure, it sounds a little harsh on that Easter morning. But you got to understand, Mary, you have a new job. You can't hold on to me forever. I've got to go and do what I've got to do. And you have a new task. And you have a new task. Go and tell your brothers, your sisters, Jesus is going to ascend into heaven to his father, your father, to his God, your God. And so Mary goes and does 
what many, many, what you will soon do. She bears witness to the words of Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. She tells them our Lord is risen, though they remain afraid. Yet one thing does not change. Hallelujah. Jesus is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. He has risen from the dead and he is here in his bodily resurrection. We finally have the answer to the penalty for sin that he paid for on the cross. I don't know if you've ever noticed this before in the John reading, but we had an original gardener. His name was Adam, and he was tasked with his wife Eve, not only to keep God's word, but to tend the garden. But they blew it. And from that, we all, everyone born of a woman, everybody, we have inherited original sin, But that was all undone and made new by the perfect gardener that not even his closest disciple could recognize. Because of his new and glorious resurrected body, giving us hope in the glorious and new resurrected body that will be yours when he returns. This veil of tears is a passing matter. The resurrection means that the reign of sin and death is coming to an end. We have been transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, the kingdom of death ruled by Satan to the kingdom of life ruled by Jesus Christ. We have a king. Our first duty is to kneel before him And when we're out there on our quest, we always remember we are fighting, we are doing our quest for our king. The resurrection means that this passing matter of sickness, sin, death has gone away. And now we have the hope of eternal life now to be met with the full eternal life with Jesus Christ when he comes. We have the hope of eternal life now, but the promise of a new life that can get better and change now. We no longer fear death, even when we're sick, even when we're old, even when bad things happen to good people. Because Jesus has conquered it. He has redeemed all things. That means he takes the good out of all things and damns the rest. And he has given us the medicine of immortality in his holy communion. And so we return with full Easter joy here each week. We hear his word, we meet him, we eat and we drink of him in his sacrament. 
And we proclaim with blessed Saint Mary Magdalene, I have seen the Lord. And when we go out into the world, when we see our friends and our family members today for hopefully Easter ham, when we go out to the sad people at Jewel, you know the sad people at Jewel. The rewards number isn't working today. We proclaim there with Mary Magdalene, I have seen the Lord. I have tasted of him. I have heard him come and see. Hallelujah, Christ is risen.